Hello, my name is Mark Taylor. Welcome to the Education on Fire podcast network. This show is sponsored by the National Association for Primary Education. Hello and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place where we share creative and inspiring learning in our schools. Season 6, episode 96. Hello, welcome back to the Education on Fire podcast in our English and Literacy season. Today I'm joined by Danika Chapman and she's from Too Simple and you all have heard um, about Purple Mash. I'm sure there are many of you in schools that use Purple Mash in many different ways and she's going to come on and give us a little bit of internal background about the about the organisation and also exactly where her job fits into those things. So thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, you're more than welcome. This is exciting. So you said before that... Um, just before we we came on there that you've been a teacher and um and obviously you're you're still very much involved in school so give us a little bit of that professional background so we get an idea of of, of where you started your career and, and how you've sort of been now involved in too simple so i uh started teaching in 1992 way back in the dim dark past i'm actually australian um and i trained in australia um and taught for seven years in australia out there and then i came to the uk in 99 um and I initially, um, as many teachers do when they first come over from the Antipodes, they we do supply for a few months. And then I was doing, um, I worked for the Westminster Inclusive Education Service. So I was a uh, learning support teacher for um, statemented pupils across Westminster. That service has since closed down. Um, but I was asked by one of the schools I was working with to uh, apply for their SENCO position, which I did and um, got the job. And I loved working there. That was a little school in, in um, Westminster in Marlebone. And I then, um, after working there for about five years, I think it was seven years, I I actually went to Africa for a few weeks um, and volunteered uh, in an AIDS orphanage that were building a school in Uganda. And I fell in love with the idea of going to um, volunteer in Africa. So I came back to the UK and decided to hand in my notice and I was going to go back to Australia via Africa for a year or so. Um, and at the pretty much the same time, I then met my now husband <laughs> and uh, realised that this relationship was perhaps quite a crucial one <laughs> and that even though I'd already handed in my notice, um, so I'd sort of got to that point where I thought, you know, I'm, I'm the, the role has uh, developed to a point where I feel someone needs needs to take it on. So I, I then thought, do you know what? I'm going to do a second degree. So I did a music degree, and um, in order to do a music degree, I needed to be able to provide for myself um, as a, a mature age student. Um, and I started working freelance initially for um, Espresso. Um, and then after working for them for a few years, uh, I was headhunted, if you'd like to, that sounds very exciting, but <laughs> I, was, I got a phone call from Andrew Wilkinson, who heads out um, Purple Mash, um, or Too Simple CPD department, and he rang me and said, look, Danica, how would you feel about coming to manage the, the CPD department in the southeast, based in London? And I was very excited about that. So, um, so yes, I interviewed for that job, and now that's me. That's what I do. I'm, I manage the... Uh, a large team of trainers um, who go out into schools and provide professional development uh, uh, trainings, teachers on how to use the tools and resources in Purple Mash. 
Sounds fantastic. Just take us a little bit into your into your music side, because as a professional musician myself, I'm always interested in see how people normally it goes music into something else, but you've sort of did something else into music and then back around again. So it's a great little story. Well, my parents are both musicians, so I grew up traveling around Australia random story uh, in a double-decker bus a 1933 um one of the london buses that made its way on a boat somehow to australia and i lived in that with my parents for seven years traveling around playing music uh, and music bit me i yes I, I love music i still sing i'm still out gigging on weekends when i'm not working with purple mash um Yes, yeah, so I and I just decided that I'd never really studied music. I'd loved it. I'd been singing in bands for years, and I play a number of instruments relatively badly. But I've had the opportunity to tour with some really fantastic musicians. So that's the other side of what I do. But um, yeah, and I'm still I'm still out there gigging as much as I can. Fantastic! <laughs> what a, what a what a great thing was, especially when it's something you love and you get the chance to do that. It's like say, especially on a regular basis, I think it's such a great gift. Well, I, I had the I had the thought that perhaps I would go into music teaching, um, and I did actually teach music um, for a year and a half, and I just really didn't enjoy it. I, not so much because the mu- the music side of it was fabulous. It was more the fact that I'd gone from senior leadership team, uh, you know, Senko, but teaching all different subjects. Um, working with special needs children, but then I also worked with the very able um, children focusing on the the level six, as it was back then, maths um, pupils, because maths was my major in my teaching degree. And I just love, I love teaching maths. I love teaching English. I love all the subjects. So teaching one subject day in, day out was just a bit monotonous <laughs> so yeah I didn't I didn't really dig that so much yeah and it's interesting how you, sometimes it's only by trying that you know isn't it like you say you can never quite tell until you're in the thick of it so it's a, yeah it's a, it's a good it's a good thing in the end yeah so for those people and um, we just said before there can't be that many people especially in the UK that haven't heard of Purple Mash but give us a little bit of a, a of an idea of exactly that that what it does in schools how it's supporting schools and the sorts of things that teachers could use it for so uh, Purple Mash. Now, so I used it in my own teaching practice, which is why I love it so much now. And back when I was using it with a, a year six class in, in in Hackney, it it's just evolved so much. And for those of you who use Purple Mash, there's, you know, it, there, there's so much in there. It's a suite of tools and resources, games, um, pre-made topic resources, cross-curricular ideas, data dashboard. The data dashboard arrived this last week. It's brand new. So there's, there's so much in there that teachers can use to support every area of the curriculum. From early years, we have Minimash, which is specifically designed for um, nursery and reception pupils, which is just a fabulous resource. Teachers um, can access all sorts of amazing things. And it's all it's all cloud-based so that everything children do and save, they save in their own little private space. Uh, teachers can assess the work. They can uh, look at progression. They can uh, – it, it's fantastic. So, yeah, it's huge. And my job is – is to go into schools and, and basically teach teachers how to navigate their way around the resources, how to use them from a pedagogical point of view, how it's going to support them in their teaching and learning of the whole curriculum, not just the computing curriculum. I think there is a bit of a, um, there sometimes is a bit of a misnomer uh, uh, that Purple Mash is for the computing curriculum. It's not, although we do have a very well thought out um, computing scheme of work that schools are 
jumping on with it. They're, they're really loving it with some lots of pre-made resources and step-by-step lesson plans for non-expert computing teachers, which um, is pretty much 90% of us out there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's all things to all men, if I could say that. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I guess, like I say, as it's expanded so much and and it grows so much, the the CPD element is a really important one to make sure people are really getting the most out of it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I was uh, had a session on Tuesday with uh, some teachers supporting um, developing computing leadership. Um, so they're all computing leads, and they came in to do a full day's training with me in our angel offices. And I had. If I had a pound for every time I had a computing lead say to me, oh, I just, I, I feel we've, we've got Pebble Mash, we've had it for some time, but I just don't think we're getting the best out of it. And I think, well, that's that's where my job is. You know, my job is to go in there and inspire people and show them some of the things that they may not necessarily have seen before or used before. I think because Purple Mash and Too Simple as a as a company and the resources that Too Simple has made over the years, the sort of CD-ROM um, resources are so loved and have a great uh, reputation. Teachers immediately take to it when they then um, subscribe to Purple Mash, and it is so easy to to learn to manage and master the tools and then teach with them. Um, but sometimes it just takes a bit of guidance from someone like myself to say, well, this is these are resources that you can use for this particular area or have you looked at this or have you seen this? Let's have a play. Let's explore. And I mean, I know my, my children have, have used Purple Mash as they've gone through the education system as well. And, and like I say, it's one of those things which is sort of sort of embedded in our psyche, even as parents and, and adults as well. And, and I know my kids were always kind of, oh, yeah, I'm just going to log on and do X and I'm going to do Y. And, even, and back then it was kind of, oh, OK, that, sound, that sounds great. And that was sort of, from my experience, sort of one of the first times I sort of had that sense of, the kids had their own sort of their own platform as it were like I said their own personal space where they could actually be using it in a way that was supporting in school but also went from home as well yeah absolutely and I love love my favorite thing actually is doing sessions with parents um so um where, where parents come in and we just we never we play around with mini mash particularly for the early years parents of early years children um, and we just well we explore the tools in purple mash and I love seeing the light bulbs go on and, and as a parent myself with a seven-year-old who's in year three and she just loves going on it i can set we, we have a feature um the to-dos feature where you can set specific tasks for the children to complete they literally click the tick press start and well out they're in so i said <laughs> my daughter daisy loves it but <laughs> i set her spelling tests for her every week in in purple mash and i set some games um she's currently practicing her threes eights and fours times tables and um, we've actually got a brand new tool that arrived a couple of weeks ago um which is already incredibly popular it's called the multiplication tables check which basically replicates as closely as we can uh, establish so far what next year's year four multiplication uh, tables test is going to look like so year four teachers a year two three four teachers are loving it because they're they're basically getting the children prepared for next year's test whatever we think about tests I'm not a great fan of them but uh, it is there we have to do them so you know it's there to support the children and it's great Daisy my daughter is just loving it yeah brilliant and so let's let's focus now a little bit on the on the English and literacy side of things obviously that's the season that we're in um, at, at the moment Take us through some of the tools, some of the some of the ways that schools are using it, and I guess it could also be, like I said, we're, we're talking English and literacy, but of course, writing and that whole area is is very cross curricular as well. So, can you give us some examples of, of the tools that are there, but also how it's being used from your experience as well? 
Okay, so the, the tools that we have uh, for English, there's teachers will recognize a lot of these. So there's Two Creator Story, which is one of my absolutely favorite tools. Uh, it's an, a, an animation ebook making program where children can sort of combine pictures and sounds and animate their stories, and you can have backgrounds in there. Um, there's a new version of it, actually. There's, there's now three levels of it. There's the adventure story section of it, which is uh, where you can add in uh, different sprites and they, the different characters can do different things. And you can get you don't, it doesn't have to be a linear story. It can sort of go wherever you want it to. So that that is a really popular and well used um, tool within Purple Mash. But there's also other things. The the other things that are really popular are within the topics areas. You have pre made writing templates across several. You know, there's it's over a hundred topics tools here, um, and they are. They're, they're really easy to set as to-dos. You can differentiate them. You can add in your own little sentence starters, your own images. Um, you can Google search images and, and add, add them in. And you can also use um, To Publish, To Publish Plus, which are pre-made, uh, sorry, uh, blank writing templates that are really popular. Teachers can use those to add their own bespoke uh, writing templates. There's so much. You've got um, <laughs> you've got a handwriting tool. You've got a typing tool. Um, you've got to write, which is a really powerful collaborative uh, word processing tool. So essentially, you can all the children can log into one document and you can type in real time and see each other's work coming up. And it's brilliant for planning stories. Or um, I used to use it for spag stuff. So you know, here is the cat sat on the mat go in and add an ad adverbial phrase or improve that sentence in some way um, and then you've got uh, to connect which again is a collaborative uh, mind mapping tool so you can plan stories you can write about a trip you've been on um, but it's collaborative as well so that you can all the children can log in at the same time and add their own information to it so it builds up collaboratively and mash cams Teachers love, children love mash cams as well, which is a list of there's about 140 or more different characters that you can become. You literally put your face inside the uh, the mash cam in front of the camera and you could be, I'm just looking at them now, you could be a Viking, you could be King Henry VIII, you could be a fairy tale princess, whoever you like. And this is used obviously to explore character, but it's also, I've used it with my old year six class. We used it to look at um, sort of aspiration. So who is it that you want to be when you grow up and what's your kind of educational trajectory to get to that? I mean, as you can imagine for year six children, particularly the boys, the footballer was uh, very popular. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that they'd really thought through the... <laughs> No, but it's the first thing that comes to mind, isn't it? Especially, yeah. especially after the last couple of days in terms of the Champions League and all that kind of thing. I it's know. Like... Do you know what? I'm I'm Australian, so you have to forgive my complete ignorance when it comes to football. I still call it soccer. You know, the, the footballs we have in Australia are squashed. They, you know, they're a completely different shape. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot more contact. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Uh, the, the, one, the one thing that really struck me when you were talking there was um, on a couple of the podcasts on this season, we've talked about the collaborative writing idea. and yes. But we were talking more about the, the long piece of paper in the middle of the room, get rid of the tables, big long paper on the floor and everyone just writing their own thoughts or having their own section to do a poem or something like that. And, yes. and, 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 and what I loved about what you were saying, this is very much a 21st century version of the same thing. You're all logging into one place, you're all doing it collectively, but just in that digital format. 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's great. And I used, I used it on Tuesday, actually, as a, a feedback at the end of this uh, training day that I was delivering. Um, and it, it, it's, it's fantastic. And when teachers use it, in fact, a colleague um, of mine who um, is out in the west of the country, she used this with us in a staff session. And one of the teachers used it to announce that she was pregnant. So it's... <laughs> It's a collaborative tool and you can see everybody's writing coming up with different colors. So everybody's allocated a different color and you can see that on the screen. So in real time, you are adding your own information. And uh, yes, it was a it was a bit of a laugh. Um, but yeah, it is collaborative. There, there are other ways of collaborating as well in Purple Mash, which um, can be used in a cross-curricular way, but, it, you know, in English. So blogging, we have... Um, a blogging tool called to blog where children can either create their own blog or teachers can create a class blog that you can add uh, you can um, tag resources to or, or tools um, files that you've made you can put those inside the blog so a year six teacher I was working with last week was creating a blog about the um, the Holocaust and he'd taken an image from the boy in striped pajamas and he basically posed a, a rhetorical question to the children or not so rhetorical because they actually had to then comment on it. The question was, you know, what does the wall represent? With the blog, children can comment on the blog posts um, of other children or of the teacher's blog post. Um, and it's really popular in Key Stage 2. It's a way to share to share resources, to share um, ideas. It's brilliant. And it, it's teachers obviously have control over any of the tools that are uh, go live for other children to see. Teachers have to enable uh, and, and approve comments and, and posts, etc. But um, so teachers are still uh, omnipotent, if you like to say, mm -hmm. in the classroom. They still have the control over who, who can see what, which is great. And um, so there's lots of e-safety stuff in there. And, and does it go does it go beyond that? You, you sort of a blog essentially. People often think is is online for anyone to see. And like I said, you've got you've got those safety features in there. But if they want to, can they make it live to the public, or do you have to be within purple mash or how does that work so when you create a blog by default it's only available within your purple mash school portal so only children and staff that have a login to your school portal have access and can see that blog but when so when you create a blog i enable it so that only my class can see it or the whole school can see it but you can if you want to um there is a button here where it says a uh, visible to public and you can um, if you if you want to make it visible to public, you can get the QR code or the URL or the embed code. And a lot of schools are doing this actually across the UK where they embed the blog. And there's another uh, another display, uh, what we call display boards, which is another way of sharing resources. They're embedding these within their school website and it's a live link. So essentially when children send something new to a blog or a display board and it's approved by a teacher, that then is made live on the website. So it's a great way for parents to see without having to log in, here is here is what we've been doing in Purple Mash. Here's a blog about the Holocaust or you know anything, whatever your blog is about. Um, and parents can see it live via the website without having to log in. But you have to do have to enable that um, that checkbox within the when you create the blog. It's not it's not there by default. You have to 
make that decision as a school. Yeah, I mean, I mean that sounds perfect in as much as, like you say, you have the safety and you have all the control and all the safeguarding that you need to begin with and then you can actively, like you say, because that interaction with parents, the fact the in and out of school communication is really important these days, isn't it? And to be able to share that and in whichever way you can is a really is a really important one. And, and because it's all embedded within Purple Mash, I guess the, the more children use it, especially if they start in the early years going all the way through, it's essentially like second nature is, is, is not so much technology as these days. It's just what they know and, and, and they just want to share and, and use it to its full. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, it's a daunting thing for a lot of teachers that, that you've got eight, nine, ten-year-olds in your room who are more au fait with technology. You know, you give them an iPad and they, they know their way around it, whereas staff, you know, sometimes that's not the case. And so it has to be that we are facilitating the usage of technology um, in education, but embedding that in 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 the pedagogy. So we're still the, the, the basis of why we do what we do is about good teaching and learning. Um, it's not about just using technology for the sake of it. it. It's about using the resources and the tools to to really enhance the learning in the school. And that's that's the point of it. Are you a teacher looking for support to create and develop music in your school? We have created Primary Music on Fire, taking the fear out of teaching by giving you the step-by-step skills and ongoing support you need. If you're a homeschooling parent and would like the opportunity to learn an instrument with your child on our five-day challenges, all of this is available through Primary Music on Fire. Go to educationonfire.com forward slash primary hyphen music and sign up to the newsletter. That's educationonfire.com forward slash primary hyphen music. And, and I can see that kind of, like you said, about the characters and that kind of thing. It, it, once you've captured the imagination, then, then anything is possible. Isn't it? I mean, actually being a character that you're writing about and actually seeing it on the computer and actually making all of that, that's a very different um, starting point than sitting down with a book and a pen and a pen or, or a pencil and actually writing, now where am I going to start? Because you're actually already engaged and involved in what you're doing before you've even written a word. Absolutely. And one of the things I love... Um as well one thing i haven't mentioned is to email so you as a teacher you can email your children as a character from the book that you're reading so for all intents and purposes the children receive an email from you know the gruffalo if you want it to be or there's some pre-made ones as well so you know you can go back in history and receive an email from guy fawkes or um nelson mandela um, you know, whomever. There's lots of pre-made ones, but teachers themselves can just email. And I was actually doing a unit with um, a year four class. Uh, um, you know, remember when Tim Peake was up in space? Yeah. So we were we were working with um, a year four class, and they watched the live launch, um, and you know, they were so excited, they were really engaged. And then they received, lo and behold, an email from Tim Peake <laughs> from space, as far as they were aware. Um, <laughs> asking them questions like, you know, this is what I had for lunch. What did you have for lunch today? So the children can respond to that person that they've received an email from. So it's great where, you know, you could get an email from Henry VIII. I'm just about to, uh, you know, make a decision to divorce my wife. What do you think about that decision? You know, all these sorts of things. Or from Dumbledore 
get an email from Dumbledore and just, you know, have a conversation with Dumbledore, see what's going on in yeah. Hogwarts. It's just, it's just so immersive, <laughs> isn't it? It's fantastic. It is. It's great, yeah. Um, and you, you mentioned the technology side of it before, which is which is a really key point, I think. And for, for those people that don't use it on a regular basis, is it you need a set of laptops, you need a, an iPad, you need... How, how does it work from that sort of technical point of view? Is it sort of multi-platform and, and multi-device use? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, pretty much sort of anywhere, anytime, any device, really. So it works on laptops, iPads, tablets, Macs, you know, whatever, wherever you are. You just need your single login and and you're in, really. That's it. Um, there are a couple of the resources that are, for example, some of the um, premium resources, the um, couple of the phonics things um, that are still Flash-based, so they will only work on laptops or PCs. But you know, ninety-five percent of it is accessible on on tablets and and iPads, etc. So, and just give us some. We talked about you know how it's progressed over the years. Give us some idea of the of the, of the sheer size of the organisation now and, and the sorts of people that are involved in the numbers. So we um we uh, do you know what I I wouldn't hazard a guess as to how many people are in the company. So we have a new office in Angel. Um, where the staff, all the all the um, in-house staff work out of there. And I would say, I'm just trying to sort of <gasps> guesstimate how many there are. There's about 25 members of staff in there now. So you've got the development team, which is sort of the programmers, um, and uh, they are the ones that sort of put it together in terms of the programming. And I, you know, when I go into the office, I see them there with their sort of three screens in front of them looking at... I'm assuming it's HTML5, but I don't <laughs> JavaScript or something. I don't know. It's a it's a language that uh, that only they understand. They are the ones that basically take suggestions from teachers around the UK and turn it into a program that you can click on and do stuff with. Um, and they have greater minds than mine, I have to tell you. Um, but yes, yeah, so the teachers around the UK say, oh, it would be great if it could. And we go, oh, that's a great idea. And we have a sort of long list of, of suggestions from people. And obviously, the development team themselves are a lot of them are teachers or ex-teachers. Um, so they're very keen to to provide the kinds of tools that teachers want, really, and to make it do what teachers need it to do. So that's the development team. You've also got um, we've got the office team that sort of deal with the uh, finance side of things, um, and then you have the support team. And our support team, I have to say, they are they are really fabulous. They are just they're there to support you. We have um, the ability for people to sort of chat online if you need to. There's a chat. Um, what do you call that? You know, I guess it's an online chat feature within the the website. So if there's something they need instantaneously, there's someone there to field those um, to provide the answers. But the support team, I'm often sending them, you know, things, questions about things. How does this work? Could you help a school out with this? And they just are fabulous. So um, they're the support team. And who else we've got in there? You've got uh, you've got the the team that do a lot of the the logos and the look of Purple Mash. It's very um, the icons and the imagery is is very well known. Um, and we have Brett who heads up that team and it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. And then you've got the field sales that go out into schools and then you've got myself and, um, my three, four, um, colleagues who, who run the CPD department across the UK and Northern Ireland. So it's lots of fun. Yeah. And you really get a sense of all the support and all the, 
all the dialogues that are going on. I love the fact that it's, you know, you're doing it for teachers and it's by teachers doing it for teachers. And I, I think that really comes across, which is, is why it's such a such a huge success. And um, and just finish off a little bit about the CPD. You were saying that some people come to your offices, but I'm assuming you also go into schools and, and various things. How does that work? Yeah, that's true. So we um, we have a number of different sort of CPD options for schools, uh, many of which are included free in, in a school subscription. So um, we we run things what we that we call mash meets. So schools will um, will volunteer to host a mash meet, which is essentially a purple te- mash teach meet, um, and they run as twilight sessions in schools. The staff at the school themselves can come along, obviously, but we also invite. Um, uh, local schools and we advertise it on our website um, and schools come along and they're, they're it's generally sort of a, a taster of what's available in Purple Mash or, or a refresher for those who are um, fairly up to date but it's a great opportunity for teachers who are you know for example I had one last week where I had nine teachers at um, from seven schools and the two year two teachers just sat next to each other and went oh I use this how do you oh oh that's interesting show me that so it's a nice way for teachers to get together and, and be shown some things by people like myself um but also to chat about it and how it works on site and then we have um what we call mash chats which um computing leads for example might book a, a, a phone call with us or an online meeting with us in their ppa time just to go through anything specific that they want a bit of extra support on um we also have webinars that we run that uh, can be li- that are live, so teachers can log in, and we generally have them during lunch break. It's sort of twenty-minute um, short webinars on very specific things, uh, but we also record those and we have them up on our YouTube channel. So there's lots of pre-recorded uh, webinars on just little s- snippet things that people can watch in their in the privacy of their own room. <laughs> um, but then we also have um, the on-site CPD that schools book book us to come out and do generally it can be a half day or a full day uh, inset day or most of the work most most of the on-site cpd we provide is twilight a twilight sessions staff meeting sessions um and we go out and we based on what the school want want to see in the cpd really there's there's a number of different cpd options but we make it very bespoke depending on what the school themselves want to, how they want to use purple mash and where they're at in terms of how long they've been using it, what, how I say they are with the tools, etc. So, and that's a lot of what I do um, is going out to schools three or four times a week and delivering on-site CPD. And I love it. I love, I love working with teachers, and I love then seeing afterwards how their usage has improved. And and I just know, although there is something about when you're not in your own classroom, you don't sort of have that same rapport with the children. And I do miss that about teaching but when I go into schools I know I'm having an impact on so there might be you know 20 teachers in the school that's 20 lots of 30 children that's 600 children I've had an impact on um in a twilight session (laughs) (laughs) I have to think about it like that (laughs) yeah absolutely and and I think it's purple um too simple and, and purple mash it's always felt like one big family in terms of understanding it like I said as a parent through my kids and also um when I did an interview back for the National Association for Primary Education, they had a conference a couple, two or three years ago, and we yeah. had a conversation ab- about it there. And then it's always just felt incredibly friendly and very supportive. And 
and just very inclusive and and that's come across today which is lovely it's all as the organization's growing it's growing in that same kind of feel and i i, I really appreciate you spending the time today and, and taking us through exactly what it is that you offer and how you do it and giving people a bit of an insider to, to something they're so familiar with in many cases and um just just let us know exactly where we can find out more and in terms of website and that kind of thing okay so i love that you said the family thing and i think that you know as the company does grow and as we we move forward that's very much in the forefront of people's minds that you know we want to keep that that family feeling of the fact that everybody is there with one single purpose and that is great learning that you know it's about the pupils and the teachers in the long run so uh, you know we keep that very much in the forefront of our mind but if people wanted to know more and um, there's two simple.com um, where we have lots of you, you can go in and see what the support options are what your um, professional development options are there's, there's a lot on there so yet www.twosimple as in the digit twosimple.com um, but you can also if you're interested in CPD particularly um, you could email me um, I'm danica at twosimple.com uh, that's d-a-n-i-c-a at twosimple.com and we can um we can provide whatever it is you need on site at your school oh that's fantastic um danica thanks so much for chatting to us it's been really interesting and, and, and i i always love these conversations where it sort of get even more inside something that i that i know and and whenever i've been to the bet fair and go the two simple and, and purple bash store is just it's just basically where everyone gravitates to and it sort of takes up more and more <laughs> area each year <laughs> so, so it's such a fabulous thing well, I think our, our um, bet parties are, are rather well known. Um, I've only been in with the company for three and a half years, so I've been to four bets. Um, and yes, it's the there's been a couple of humdinger, too simple <laughs> bet parties. So look out for one next year. Uh, it's lots of fun, and we have we have you know the bet conferences. And whenever we do conferences, we it, it, the children are the ones that drag the teachers along. You know, if they're there as digital leaders with the with the teacher. The children are the ones that come along and say, oh, Papa Mash, we've got this. And, you know, it's great. It's, it's excellent. So yeah. fantastic. As long well, as that continues, it's brilliant. Yeah. If I'm there next year, I'll come and say hi if I don't see you before. Do. And, uh, yeah, and, and, I and I really, I really appreciate you chatting today. Painting the world purple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In fact, the offices um, should become a whole purple world and you can see it from the skyline as well around Angel. <laughs> Well, that's that's actually our our purpose in life is just to paint the world purple. Yes, it's a it's a it's a world takeover. Yes. That's what. <laughs> be a very happy place. <laughs> it would be, it would be fantastic. Well, thanks thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate it, and 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 best of luck with it all. And and as you said, that's the I love that sentiment as you finished off before about the fact that it's all those people you're impacting, both in terms of the of the teachers, but also the students and all the pupils, and and that goes on from generation to generation. So congratulations, and and thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Fantastic. Thank you so much for having me today, Mark. It was lots of fun. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I just wanted to remind you that we have some free downloadable English and literacy resources that have been given to us very kindly by teachingpacks.co.uk. If you go to our website, educationonfire.com, and in the top menu, click on blog, you will see each week I've been putting a free resource for you to download and explore to help you in your classroom. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to chatting to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Education on Fire podcast. For more information of each episode and to get in touch, go to educationonfire.com. Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire.